You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hey, it's Friday. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Everything basement-y since 1992. Serving Calgary and Southern Alberta. Flames lost last night in Detroit to the Red Wings 2-1. That's not fun. That's not cool. We got Julian McKenzie on from The Athletic today. Talk about the Flames. Yeah. Dan Dunleavy, the play-by-play voice for the Buffalo Sabres for MSG. Yeah. He'll join us at 7.30. Yeah. And my man, uh-huh. Paul Jones, um, Raptors radio analyst. Uh, he's been filling in for Matt Devlin on the TV side of things. Nice. Jonesy's going to join us at 8.30 after we do two, out, two and a half hours of Flames talk. Oh. And then we're going to do some what happened to the Raptors and why they didn't make any moves at the deadline. But we'll do that later on in the show. Nice that you're giving them a good warning. Yeah. A, a good, good, good two and a half hour yeah, warning. But we'll also mix in some football talk with oh, Jonesy. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's, a, believe it or not, a diehard Cleveland Browns fan. Tough to cheer for the Browns these days. Yeah, Joe Thomas in the mm. Hall of Fame. They got that going. Great. Boy. But they also have a uh, parasite of a human being as their quarterback. Oh, yeah. So um, we got a busy show here uh, for the next three hours. Um, Today, big day for us here. The $500 gift card. Oh, yes. From our good friends at Charm Diamond Centers. We give that away today. Someone's going to be very happy. Probably not the winner. No, we've qualified... They'll be happy, but not as happy as the individual who ends up with the actual gift. So we've qualified um, four winners. And uh, we'll do one more today, and then we'll do the draw. Alex, how are we going to execute the draw today? Okay, so I was thinking, like, we... We'd do a like a draw, but I'll like play uh-huh. a spinner wheel. So wait, because we were that's what we were talking wait, about. Wait, you're thinking we should do a draw for mm. the draw? Yeah, of okay. course. We should do a draw for the draw. Sounds All right. picking names out of hat. Okay. Well, do we have a spinning wheel? No, we don't have a. We have a uh, one on the computer. I looked yeah. it up on Amazon yesterday. You can buy one for like sixty bucks. That ain't bad. You know, why don't we do that and just Bill Art, our boss? Yeah, he whips that credit card out all the time. No yeah. problem. <laughs> I, I think I, I know our budget for this show is zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Might be less than that. Nil is we, the budget for this show. Yeah, we have to throw five bucks in each at the end of the week. Yeah. To keep it going. We're yeah. like when the Jays won an Irvin Santana back <laughs> in the day. We have to pass the hat around in the clubhouse. <laughs> Millionaires are chipping in to bring a guy <laughs> we gotta in. got to bring them all. Yeah, bring them in for the playoff run in 2014. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> so we got to do here for a spinny wheel. We got to pitch in. But the problem is we're certainly not millionaires because we all work in radio on AM radio station. <laughs> but you can, ladies, you can find them on Amazon for sure. You can get a heavy duty one for like 85 bucks. Oh, why don't we get that one if it's a good one? 
Oh, this one's got multiple colors. It's only 200. Wow. How many slots is on, are on it? Uh, well, it varies. And the nice thing is you can get them dry erase. Oh, that's what I was thinking last night. Yeah, like, is there need. a dry erase That's form? what we need. That way you can replace it all the time. Yeah. You can't put out new. Yeah. Yeah. And if you only got five, then you double up. Yeah. Like if you got 10 sections, you got five options. You double up on a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. Okay. Things to do here. I like that. Um, Flames lose 2-1 yesterday to uh, the Red Wings in Detroit. Uh, Our question for the text line today for your chance to be the final qualifier for the $500 gift card from our friends at Charm Diamond Centers. The Flames have been struggling. Cue the um, Joe Namath. Namath, uh, (laughs) I kiss you. The Susie Calber. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Susie Calber, though. What an what awkward spot. She, no, what a professional. Was, oh, like, yeah. I want to kiss you. That's, thanks, Joe. That's great. That's great. Year 2000, it was, it was a different time. It was a different time. <laughs> so um, the Flames have been struggling in the third period this year. Let me give you some numbers. Let me, let me put this out on Front Street. Let me lay it down for you. Let me give you some knowledge. Great. Let me give you some fact-based, mm-hmm. numbers-based facts on the Calgary Flames when it comes to the final period of a hockey game. Let me give you some statistics. Give me the analytics. Well, they're not really analytics, but let me give you some some hard, cold, hard facts. <laughs> All right? The flame. What was that drop? Knowledge. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Alex. Like, you got that, but then you can't hit, like, an applause thing when we'll the winner. Do we got it on the I hockey? I hate that applause. So done. Is our no Alex? Is our hotkey working? Most of them are working now. What I, do we? Okay, can we update the hot? What do we got on the hockey? Oh, hey, he so. threw a few a few new ones on there yesterday. Didn't We're having you? a little bit of technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, <laughs> live radio at its finest, literally yeah. live radio. I feel bad that like that's such an inside thing for our show now that we're going to use as a drop, but I'm 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 okay with it. What that's else you got? The way she goes. So what? we added the. Woof to the page. Both time. A little bit quicker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, hey, you know what the Flames have done in the third period this season? <laughs> oh. Uh, Woof. Well, oh, my. I was going to look for my. <laughs> How chunky is that peanut butter? <laughs> yeah. Very. Live radio at its <laughs> finest. Yeah. Literally live radio. Yep. Literally. Keep, keep going. They're just so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who was what? Where's that from? That's Steinberg uh, on Flames Talk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, oh yeah. I already had that one. That's so radio. Like, anyway, <laughs> that's, only, that's very an original. FM drop, eh? Or yeah. original. Yeah. I guess they would do something zany like that on Jack. <laughs> I can bu- I just say, just even walking by the Jack Studios in the morning here, you feel I can feel the zaniness emanating from their studio. Yeah, your hair starts to stand up yeah. on its. Edge a little bit, and there's also uh, for people who've never been in this beautiful. What, what do we call this building? It's just I don't know. The I city don't know if TV it has building. A name. Yeah, it's a city TV building. Yeah, um, there's an ele- a lift, an elevator that's got a television in it, and in the morning they just show City Line for some reason. And I was just trying to think how many trips on the elevator do I have to take before I watch a full episode of City Line? I like when I was working evenings, a lot of Hudson and Rex, <laughs> a lot oh. of that. That dog the Canadian though. television show. He's Damn right. Solves a lot of problems. He does. Hey, Rex. And then he just like solves a crime. A roof. Yeah, he's so smart. Yeah. All right. What else we got on the hockey, Alex? Ah, uh, you're putting me on the spot here, George. It's the only other one I got. Now, Gucci, Louis, three by logo. Yes! Yes! 
What is that from? What is that from? <laughs> I just know it's like a meme. I how, about you just, how about you delete that one? <laughs> okay. How about you delete that one? All right. So uh, back to the Flames struggling in the third period here. Uh, they're now 0-12-2 when entering the final frame when when trailing. So they have yet to win this season when trailing heading into the third period at 0-12-2. That's not ideal. No. And the Flames have been outscored in the third period this season 55 to 47. That's minus eight goal differential in the third period as a whole. Yeah. Not good. No, certainly isn't. So I think it's safe to say, based on the numbers with 30 games left in the season, the Flames have been struggling in the third period this year. Yeah, it's been a trend for a lot of the year. You know, early on, they would actually get out to a lead and then they would blow the lead. It just feels like recently this is a team that is either tied going into the third period or trailing going into the third period. Uh, It doesn't feel like they're blowing leads the same way that they were at the beginning of the season. It wasn't as bad as what Vancouver was doing, but still, lately... Man, you just get into those third periods, and yesterday's game felt like such a grind even to watch, mm-hmm. let alone play in. But it's it's been an issue for this team. Being able to and and it just goes back to the overarching issue. Just not able to score. Not, not only are they not able to score, they put 36 shots on Vili Huso last night. I I don't know how many of them felt dangerous. I didn't feel like he had like to really it make Russ like Wilson a Wilson dangerous. Not no, at all. No, there <laughs> danger. Russ was not evident. They were like Russ Wilson with the Broncos this season. Dangerous. That's how dangerous they were last night. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cooking in a microwave. It was really yeah. elite stuff. It was not but, good. Yeah. It's, it's been the way that things have gone with this team all year and they've tried changing up the lines. They've tried changing up the power play units and things just, aren't clicking. And I think this is one of the places where, you know, I've been pretty defending or I've defended Jonathan Huberto for a lot of time this season, but it's gotten to a certain point where you're like, man, when you're the third most impactful guy on a line with Jacob Pelche and Nazem Kadri, and you're the one that's going to be paid the most next year, that's a problem. Like he was again, invisible last night. And I know this team got into penalty trouble in the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But even that Zadorov penalty was, you can't take penalties like that. Nope. When you need wins. That's just an undisciplined, high-sticking penalty, hitting the guy in the face for no reason. You just can't do that when you're a team that struggles to score goals. But again, like I, what, what was the excuse we were talking about on this show, and I'm sure throughout the radio station, was, oh, it's the new team, it's a new city, it takes time. And, and I get that, and that's totally true because... We treat these players like commodities, but they are human beings, and it takes time to get settled in to their surroundings. I should know. I moved across the country to do a show here. It takes a while to get settled in to the city and your surroundings, but we're we're now 52 games into the season, and Jonathan Huberto has 10 goals and 23 assists. That's not good enough. That's just, it's not, the guy had 114 points, 15 points last season. Yep. Like, he's on pace not even to go half of that this year, which is jarring if you're Brad Tree Living and the Calgary Flames. So the Flames have been struggling big time in the third period. We want to ask you, qualify our final person for the $500 gift card from our friends at Charm Diamond Centers. 
The Flames have been struggling in the third period like I struggle with blank. The Flames have been struggling in the third period like I struggle with blank. 960-960, name and location. We'll pick a text. Our Sportsnet 960, the fan text reading robot, Texty McTexterson. is going to read them. Probably in around 7.15. Maybe we'll mix in a couple phone calls because I'd like to hear from the peeps. And here's the other key here. You got to get these in early because we have to give away the prize at the end of the show. So you got to qualify during the show to win the prize at the end of the show. Don't sleep on getting your entries in. Yeah, but also only five people can win at the end of the show. Yeah, so get your entries in. You know what? What if you guys did the draw in the Big Show XL part of the program? Is that an idea? Yeah, I'm sure we could do that. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Why not? What what do you think? Alex, what do you think? Absolutely. You can do it live on the air like it's a FIFA draw? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just don't know which balls are going to get frozen. Yeah. Yeah. I like a good uh, draft lottery program. Except I like the NHL only does it for a half hour. That's smart. Here, come in, quick interview with the top prospect. Here's draft like analyst. Just, just put the placard up there that has well, the jacket. We know that the dart. NHL doesn't care about its TV product and will not make anything a big show. Right. So they're just going to do, here's a card. Yeah. Here's so, your first pick. So <laughs> Bill Daly out there with his electric personality. Here's your so, one job, Bill Daly. Yeah. Um, as he's waiting for that job, he's probably never going to get. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm feeling a lot of Prince Charles vibes. <laughs> Before he was King Charles Vibes, Bill Daly. <laughs> like, when am I going to be king here? Like, okay, I love you, Mom, but seriously. When is it my turn? And then now, finally, he's the king of England. Long live the king, allegedly. Just Apparently. can't wait to be king. Yeah. So, uh, 960, 960, name and location. Your chance to qualify for the fifth and final spot for our draw for a $500 gift card, which is a lot. Oh, go Charm Diamond Centers. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Valentine's Day is Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's Friday. So you can definitely uh, get that gift card, cash Tuesday. it in, go buy something nice for your significant other. I thought it was Wednesday. Maybe if if you're single, maybe you go buy something for yourself at Charm Diamond Centers. Maybe you want to ice yourself up a little maybe bit. Maybe you want to get a little bling, a little yeah. ice. Not bad. Yeah, get yourself a little drip. Respect it. Sure. 960, 960, name and location. The Flames have been struggling in the third period this season, like I've been struggling with blank. <laughs> 96960, name and location. Well, I think one of the things I certainly struggle with, George, is uh, trying to get home whenever you and I go out on a work night. <laughs> that's been uh, that's been a trend can since I we've just, arrived in town. Can I just say that? And it's your fault. It's uh, always it's my fault. Not my fault. Patrick, it's like I'm forcing him to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really forcing That's the him vibe to... I get you've, is you've from here. Is a lot of guys are like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never done it. So. Yeah, but we can't. We can't disrespect the listeners. Uh, what does that mean? I mean? So when we were out last week at Wild Rose, the shots were flowing. Wild Rose is different. Well, Wild Rose, I had definitely done my bit well before the two hours at the casino. Okay, but <laughs> but I mean, like, the listeners were all there. Hey, let's do some shots. Yeah. And then you had to do it because you're on the show. No, the drinks are fine. It's the leaving. Oh, I don't okay. mind drinking. It's that I have to get home so I can sleep off the booze. Okay. And sometimes that becomes an issue. Mm. And then it's a Maybe it night. was a little bit last Friday morning. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I Go back and listen to the podcast no, to the opening segment of 6 o'clock. That. We should probably delete that, don't to be do honest that. with That's, you. I don't, I don't know. 
Let's not do Matt, that. Maddie was uh, slurrington, <laughs> Sir Slurrington, a little bit in that first segment. Hey, I think I think you were knighted by King Charles, Sir Slurrington. Yeah, thank a little you. bit in that. I appreciate it. I just like that Those Alex were, called me because he was concerned that I was coming to work because it was like Alex. twenty minutes to six, and I'm wow. like, yeah, I'm on the way. No, no, okay. Matt told me to call you, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna call him. He's gonna be like, why are you calling me? Because I know that, that you're. That sounds like me. Yeah. So why are you calling me? That's exactly what happened. It was more or less me being like, I can't do this. He has to be yeah, okay. here. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this because I'm uh, Sir Slurrington in the first. <laughs> Go back and listen to the podcast last no, week. No, don't segment. do it. Don't. The big show not podcast. Not that good. Not that good. Available you guys on Apple, pull- Google, Spotify, <laughs> Amazon. We're, we're, Amazon. Amazon. I'm going to start. You know what? I think I should start a website. Yeah. That you can actually literally almost buy anything in the world and call it Amazai. What do you think? I think that you just rip off some popular brands from time to time. Like, what was that How one thing you? that you thought of? Uh, I'm just you? trying to remember what the name was. Jim hmm. Bits. Jimmy's. Jim Thos. There yeah. it is. Jim Thornton's. <laughs> Co- fresh coffee, 19 minutes. Where are you going to go? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Forget that extra minute. You get a fresher pot of coffee. Fresher coffee for one minute. 960, 960. They're flying in right now. Texty McTexterson. Really? Oh, yeah. Love to see it. And I like our, our early listeners, too. I have a soft spot for our 6 a.m. listeners because they're the ones who are the real grinders. Yeah, those are not, real Not like the grinders. texts we get at like 8 o'clock. You guys going to talk flames? Yeah, we literally did for two hours. Yeah, thanks for waking up. Yeah, but I like our 6 a.m. listeners because usually the 6 to 6.30 segment is filled with just like empty calories. Like they, and get, I like they get what we're doing here. They get the bit. But then there's the other people that just have no idea. What are we doing? Why? Just <laughs> filling time. We're, we're filling time. We're having fun in this in the open okay. segment. It doesn't yeah. have to be flames, 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 right yeah. up top. We just had Pat explain what the hell went on with the flames last night. Uh, Jason's <laughs> saying uh, the the flames struggle in the third period. Like I've been struggling not to call George's from Toronto. It's true. I'm not. Yeah, he's from the Toronto region, guys. Do I need to like Niagara? Ain't the Toronto region? <laughs> it's not. Do I need to like? post a picture of my birth certificate that I was born in Anchor Falls? Like, do I need to do that? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That can be doctored, so I don't trust right, you. It's not the OG copy. I don't believe you, so. Yeah, you're right. It's not the OG copy. Um, <laughs> at least my birth certificate is real, unlike some of those baseball players. Like, how, how old is Albert Pujols, really? <laughs> like, some of those Dominican Republic birth certificates are a little dodgy. Like, when they caught Miguel Tejada, in that interview, it's like, we think you're actually this old, and he got up and walked away. Because <laughs> like, Miguel Tejada was like 20 years older than he actually said, I think. Was that bench warmers? Uh, I am yeah. 12. In the crayon? It yeah. Is the bench warmers. <laughs> like, how old do you think really Albert Pujols is? Like, I I don't know. <laughs> how old is he supposed to I be? I don't know, but he, I don't think he's the age he says he was last this season. He looks like a 43-year-old man. Sure he does. 43? Yeah. Dying his little tight goat. His goatee's super tight, too. But wouldn't it be more impressive, then, that he was, like, 48? Yeah, it would be, but it's saying, like, I'm not... He's out here Jamie Moyering it still? Jamie Moyer, yeah. Yeah. Who's throwing all that junk up there, like, 50 mile an hour. His last pitch was pitches. A, His last pitch was a home run, and the bat didn't even... Ma- like, it didn't even stay in the dude's hand. Whoever hit it, <laughs> he, like, threw the, threw the bat, and the bat... Left his hands and the ball went out of the park as well. That was Jamie Moyer's last pitch. Um, again, we got lots to do. Straight ahead on the Rose Report, Flames lose two one to Detroit last night to the Red Wings. So far, oh one and one on this road trip, fresh off the nine day break. 
It's also the Super Bowl this weekend. Is it? Yeah. Which uh, I'm super excited for. Uh, what What is Matt Rose doing for the Super Bowl on Sunday? Uh, I think I'm just going to have some pals over. Go up to the event space and okay. uh, watch TV. Probably get the guys over early, watch the end of the Waste Management Open. Especially if the uh, Canadians can keep pace for yep. the rest of the weekend. That would be outstanding. But, uh, yeah, that'll probably be the plan. Patrick? Get the slow cooker going. Oh, mm. what are you, you know, doing the slow cooker? Uh, hard to say right now. TBD. Yeah, we're usually, get... usually just chicken. Tripe? Do like a, yeah, tripe. Okay. Yeah, I do tripe in my slow cooker. Tripe. Beaks. Everyone comes over for tripe and beaks. <laughs> More iron. We'll drink mulled wine. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just have the worst Super Bowl party you've ever been to. <laughs> mm, that's good beak. What are you doing, Patrick? I... Uh, I think we're gonna get some beef shoulder in the in the slow cooker. Oh, we're gonna make you. some Philly cheesesteaks off that. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm gonna make that buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, yeah is. Like, chicken wing dip. Call it buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Like I'm, I'm not a big do that here, when George. it's not. Anyway, go ahead. I'm not a big barbecue guy. Like I don't like. I'm not a big into pork. I don't like ribs a lot because pork just doesn't agree with me very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know what? I'm just. We're just gonna avoid Kansas City today on Sunday. You're saying no to swine. <laughs> no to swine. <laughs> no to Missouri. We're going brother city of brotherly love on Sunday. Okay. Wow. Excellent. Uh, we're gonna. I'm, <laughs> just says this dumb joke. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna go buy tons of good and plenty candy, which isn't very good. But it's actually originated from Philadelphia. So I'm going to fill a lot of bowls on Sunday with good and plenty. Have you ever had good and plenty? Good and plenty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not very good. Um, can Do I, they only come in the red and pinks? Can too? I share uh, an incredible uh, life hack? How would you like a five-pound bag of good and plenty for 70 bucks? Can I, uh, can I share a life hack with our listeners? Now, I have to ask you this question before I share this Super Bowl hack. Okay. That you'll thank me forever. Uh-huh. Can you, if you had a digital antenna, a.k.a. rabbit ears for our older listeners, mm-hmm. can you catch an American station here? Um, I don't think so. I, 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 I yeah, no. No, you can't catch anything from Montana here? Nothing? I don't think that there's a big enough mm, city close enough here to get a signal, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, you're close. A digital up- signal? Are you sure? I don't, well, you're talking about bunny ears, right? Yeah, but but it's not bunny ears anymore. You get a digital box, and it's all it's through digital. I'm just know. wondering if you had. I've been on fiber optic for like. Okay, no, years, I understand so I that. No idea, but, but I'm just saying, like, if you had a digital antenna that can catch an American station, but you can't here. Well, I don't We're know. that far away. I have no idea. Maybe that's why I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't think so because like I'm thinking like major like Spokane's probably the closest, and that's where we get our TV from mainly. Like, if it's, you like, American? free rabbit ears, can you get that station from Spokane here? I don't think so. I, I don't think, think it's so. too far. Like it is, it is not Buffalo to Niagara. I'll the thing is, without with the, with the bunny ears, per se, I think you could still only get the basic channels here in Canada. And it's all Canadian ones? It'd be, like, CBC. Of course. And your generics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But there's not one U.S. you can get. I don't think Primarily so. Primarily the Fox station. No, I don't think so. Oh, hey, AYU. That's disappointing. Yeah, we get usually like the Washington feeds, the Spokane feeds for a lot yeah. of things. Okay, but... so if you can get that somehow with your digital antenna, which I don't know if you can, you get the Spokane Fox feed, and then if you had a digital antenna, you can watch all the American commercials. 
Yeah, I think I'm just going to end up watching them on YouTube like I always do. But that's what I mean. Like, that's a great Super Bowl hack because back home we get Buffalo. That's right. We we get the digital antenna, and then we watch the Buffalo feed, and then you get all the American commercials that they play there instead of, like, watching a Canadian tire logo on a part of the stadium. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it'd just just be, like, show promos for for the network. Yeah. And... uh, it's like uh, maybe the three same ads. We, my brother and I were actually talking about this last night, and just we can get this whole different thing. It's just with the way Canadian ads are. It's crazy. It's just bad. <laughs> it is bad. Uh, there is no such thing as digital rabbit ears. That would be analog. See, I like when you text in and you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. They got rid of analog signals. It's all digital now. That's why it's called a digital antenna. It's not analog. Like, <laughs> like I. Like, uh, you know what? Whoever, like the last two digits on your number, four zero. You're very brave to text into something you have no idea what you're talking about. I actually commend you for being that brave that to say, you know what? You're wrong. I'm going to text you about something I have no idea what I'm talking about. Analog signal is dead now. It is all digital antenna. I believe you. They have switched that. Great. So That's like, outstanding. You know, like, I don't know if you, you guys probably don't remember this, but you'd have to have like, I remember our neighbors next door, they had a rabbit ears on their like roof and the thing mm-hmm. would move to get them to have a better signal. Yeah, that's no more. It's all a digital antenna. Analog is dead when it comes to television. It's all an HD signal. Yes. So if you're able to somehow grab that signal from the United States, you can watch the commercials. That's essentially a roundabout way of me saying that's how you can do it. I don't think you can here. I think we're too far away. That's disappointing. Niagara to Buffalo is like of 30 course. minutes. It's like four hours to get to the But that's why I didn't know. I was asking here. you that because I, yeah. like you, I, I don't have a digital antenna at home. I pay for TV. Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't think we're getting it up here. Oh, see, look, uh, KFBB and KRTV were the two Montana stations we got there when I was a kid in Lethbridge. Might be possible. See? That's old school bunny ears back then, though. Things have changed. I think that they try very hard to make it so that you can only Canadian. I think that's kind of the point. So yeah, old, I think, but, I think but if you lived in far. but if you lived in Vancouver, you can absolutely catch all of those stations. Uh most likely, yeah, you'd be a hop, skip, and a jumping away. How do tin foil antenna work? They don't do that anymore. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, we can't just make it out of tin foil and strap it on the top of the. <laughs> Yeah, um, holy smokes, signals. you like to put people down. Such a smart guy you are. Time to flip channels. See ya. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, when you text in such misinformation, fake news, to say, hey, you're wrong, it doesn't work that way. No. Some people have to be corrected with their... with their. Yeah, you let them know. You got them. Absolutely. Sure. Like, I to, have to no be idea. angry enough to text 960-960 and be so completely wrong <laughs> is my favorite thing. I yeah, text in, I call guess. me Toronto George all you want. I don't care. But I'm just saying, like, to text in and say, no, no, it's, no, it's not. It's been completely flipped. All right. And yes. I even took television in school. I did, too, and I don't remember much of it because it's not relevant yeah, I feel to me like because... you guys didn't get the same education I did. Uh, my two-year program I didn't graduate from? Yeah, which is <laughs> which something maybe, I guess they wouldn't put you on the alumni list. No, they never asked me to go back. Yeah. But they keep asking me for money. I'll tell oh, you that really? for free. Sure do. Like you go, hey, I'll trade you some money for a diploma. Yeah. I don't need a diploma in this right. industry. Yeah, you, I've worked here well, for eight years. That's you're, fine. You're actually a rarity. Yeah. Because usually they won't give you a job unless you've graduated. Yeah. Shout out to the old boss. That guy was one of a kind. Yeah, he was.
Um, all hey, right. you got some moxie. You want to be on the radio? Yeah, I, li- I like the cut of your jib. Yeah. What's a jib? All right, Flames lose 2-1 to Detroit last night to the Red Wings. We'll break that down. Um, your chance to qualify, the last qualifying spot for our $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers. Straight ahead, 960-960. The Flames struggle in the third period like I struggle with blank. Ah, managing money. Yep. Uh, managing relationships, managing time. Um, yeah, any of those would apply. Yep. 960, 960, <laughs> name and location. Lots to come. Big show, Russick and Rose. Analog signals. Sport. This is an analog signal. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Right now, it is the Rose Report brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then even beat any competitor's price by 10%. On 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Yeah, good morning. We're riding it into the weekend. Super Bowl weekend, in fact. Flames played yesterday, too. We'll dive into that game as best we can. They'll visit the Sabres tomorrow morning. We all got uh, NHL details, trade with the Rangers, plenty of trades in the NBA. Canadian dominance at the Waste Management Open. And some local notes. No time to waste, so let's get after it. We'll start with the Flames yesterday taking on the Red Wings without Rasmus Anderson, the team's top right-handed defenseman, announcing that, uh, well, the team announced that he was riding a scooter to dinner on Wednesday, and he got hit by a vehicle in a crosswalk. Had to uh, go to the hospital, but was released later that night. Minor injuries, uh, but day-to-day missed the game yesterday. Um, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday after the show because it's jarring to hear that type of story. You never expect the Flames' best defenseman to miss the game after getting hit by a car while on a scooter. Where does this injury rank in Calgary sports history as one of the weirdest? Because it's got to be near the top of the list to one of the most important players on the team. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, there's no question about that, but where does that rank as one of the weirdest injuries? I have to rack the brain, call some historians, try and get some in- ideas. You know who would have a better idea would be uh, our boy Eric Francis. Maybe you have to give him a call, see if he can come up with anything. Because that's pretty weird. Like, you get those injuries in baseball. Who's the guy who burned himself while ironing his shirt while wearing it? There was that injury. <laughs> I fall down the stairs in baseball all yeah. the time. Um. Wasn't it Mike Brian, Soroka who blew out his Achilles while walking to the practice facility the second okay, but time? That's Roman not, stepped on a sprinkler head. Yeah, um, I know Brian Greasy uh, got hurt tripping over his dog. Our, <laughs> our boy Rick Ball told us he broke his yeah, leg while yeah. he was chasing a magpie out of his golf cart. Yeah, which John Schmoltz with uh, burnt ironed his shirt uh, <laughs> yeah. and burned himself. Yeah, that that really happened. Because he was wearing it while he ironed it, and he yep. burned himself so Correct. severely. Tyler Colvin got impaled by a bat. Yeah. Okay, but that no, but that's not like a house injury that happened. Ricky Henderson got frostbite in August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glenn <laughs> Allen Hill fights imaginary spiders. Yeah. Uh, Nolan Ryan got bit by a coyote. <laughs> See. Clarence Bithen, uh, Bl- Blythen bit a chunk out of his own butt. 
I, 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 it was back in 1923. Okay. Baseball's that, funny. Yeah, baseball is funny. But I mean, like, where does that rank as the weird injuries in Calgary sports? It's got to certainly be up there. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, um, imagine that story. Like, imagine yesterday before the show. Actually, uh, Anderson is not going to play tonight because he got hit by a car while on a scooter in Detroit. You're like, that, that's not possible. It would happen. Imagine that 10 years ago, if you'd heard that story before birds and limes were a thing. Yeah. What was he doing on a scooter? Yeah. Like a two-legged push? Yeah. He brings that with him? I don't know. It's I, If you have one, 960-960. Like, like a weird Calgary sports injury, because that's got to be near the top of the list. Yeah, got and it's no joke either. Like, the dude got hit by a car. He had to go to hospital for tests. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's not like it was like, ha, 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 ha. No, like he had to go to the hospital for tests, and he's day-to-day. So we don't know if he's playing tomorrow. Hopefully he's able to come back. It sounds like he is in good spirits, but yeah, we'll uh, continue to monitor as we get closer to the game against the Buffalo Sabres. Dennis Gilbert was recalled and inserted into the lineup. So Tanev and Hannafin were reunited as were Zadorov and Wigger. Stone and Gilbert made up the third pair. Dan Vladar got the start. He had a chance at history to earn a point in what would have been a franchise record 14th straight start. But uh, yeah, well, we'll get to it. First period, not a ton going on offense-wise. Flames had the majority of shots but didn't have a ton of great scoring chances. One of the more eye-popping moments came just after the midway point. Jacob Pelche gets hit hard in the corner by Moritz Sider. Puck turns over to the Red Wings. They come the other way. Jake Wallman tries to cut to the middle of the ice. Yeah, he'll send it out to center ice ahead to Wallman, who weaves his way in and collides with Sidorov. And Wallman got the worst of that. He's really slow to get up behind the play. Big open ice hit. Jake Wallman gets hit by Nikita Zadorov and no fight after. Yeah. Because everyone saw it, and that one was blatantly clean. You could not have a problem with that hit. Wallman straight up cuts to the middle with his head down, sees him at the last second, and literally jumps to be the same height as Zadorov. Still takes the worst of that hit. He was able to return in the second, though. Well, we, we've been talking. Well, I know I've been talking about it uh, since that game against the Rangers, what Jacob Truba did to the Flames. Like, why don't more guys in the league maybe try to take Truba's lead and, and add a more physical aspect to their game and kind of be a very valuable player in the NHL? If there's one guy on the Flames, he does dish out some big hits, but he could probably dish out some more based on his size and his ability to skate. It's Nikita Zadorov on this team. You don't want Tanev out there blowing dudes up like that and potentially hurting his shoulder or whatever. But I want Zadorov to I want more of that from Zadorov to give that big physical edge on the bottom pair for the Flames. We've seen it from Mackenzie Weger at times as well, but I also think that sometimes Weger can get a little bit over aggressive with some of those plays sure. and maybe catch and himself out of out of out of position. He got caught twice with stuff yesterday. And Zadorov did on the game winner. A follow as well. through with the stick. Oh. An elbow that probably should have <laughs> been called behind the net. It was a tough one for Weger because yeah. he, both those plays, like it's hard to call a penalty like the high stick by Perron. That's a follow through. Blatant. That that's the rule. That's, that's not a high luck. stick. That's bad luck. Yeah. The elbow is a harder one to get because the referee is off on the left. And it was behind and it's kind the of, net. And it's a net, and it's over the right shoulder, right? Yeah. So that one, like, and even watching the play until I saw the replay and the replay right above the ice, I didn't even know what had happened to him there. So. I agree with you. If that gets caught, you probably end up going in the box for a couple of minutes, but tough night for Mackenzie Wieger. No goals scored after 20 minutes of play. And in fact, no goals scored for quite some time in the second period. We wouldn't get our first tally until there was 38 minutes played in the game. Part of the final two minutes of period number two in Motown. The Flames and Red Wings, despite 29 shots on goal, they're scoreless. Here's a shot. They score! Noah Hannafin puts the puck on net from the left point. 
and it finds its way right through Billy Huso. Blake Coleman might have got a piece of that puck. Sure did, Mr. Wills. 12th of the year for Blake Coleman just after the 18-minute mark in period number two. Blake Coleman now has 99 career goals, eight of them against the Red Wings. That's... um. Uh, quick math, just under eight percent, or just over eight percent. Um, there's one, at least one constant has been uh, on the Flames at least the last couple months has been the play of that backland line. It's mm-hmm. been the best line on this team. It's been the most consistent, and honestly, it's probably been the most dangerous here the last couple months. At least the Flames can hang their hat on a line that they can depend on to give them chances and solid ice time every game. It's that backland line. And again, I know Lou was mentioning it on the post game last night. He doesn't like to number a lot of the lines on this team, but that's the number one line on this team right now. The way they're playing, it would be hard to argue. Uh, I actually quite like the Lindholm line for stretches of yesterday's yeah, I game, they too. Generated I thought they some played, nice stuff. played quite well. And up and down night for the Caudry line and wasn't, we'll get to that wasn't in enamored with the fourth line. But anyways, uh, penalty kill in the second period. They did kill off two high-sticking penalties. One a double minor to Zadorov. Which one, was very undisciplined. Didn't love that. as He basically just follows, follows through on a hit through the face with his yeah. stick and uh, gets the double minor there. And then the other one was Michael Stone just in a battle. He's battling with a guy who drops his stick, and as he lifts a stick that's not there, he just catches dude in the face. They killed both those penalties, then they scored, then they took another penalty, and listen, you, you can't take four penalties in one period. Slips it right wing side to Perron, who crosses the red line, and now the Flames blue line. Perron up the middle, Larkin scores! A great move and a great pass by David Perron. And then a great shot by Dylan Larkin right into the top corner of the Flames net. So the Flames' aggressive first forward on the kill gets caught up the ice, uh, allows a four-on-three easy entry for the Red Wings. Nice little pass from Perron to Larkin to get by Weger And Lewis. And Lewis. And then the shot, which also beats Vladar clean. Yeah. Vladar wasn't busy last night, that's for sure. But he did lose his net on that shot. Like, he was... There was a lot of net to shoot up. Little deep. And even Kelly talked about it on the broadcast last night, losing his net. But again, and and you'll get to it, but you can't blame Vladar for last night. He only scored one goal. And he also made that breakaway save in the first minute of the game. First 30 seconds of the game. Two great stops really early on out of the gates. That's Dylan Larkin's 16th goal. Comes on the power play. So tied at one after 20 minutes of play. In the third, I think there was only two shots either way as we were five minutes into the frame. Both going to Calgary, his shot volume was up, but getting to the dirty areas, slamming away at rebounds, that was not happening. Shortly after the opening five, the Red Wings would get another break at Dan Vladar. He flips it into the flame zone. We've got a two-on-one. Zadina to Sunfist. To Zadina, he scores! Flames absolutely hang Dan Vladar out to dry. And in his first game in 97 days, Philip Zidina picks up his first point of the season. Across the board, not good enough. Didn't like the pinch, didn't like the coverage from the fourth line in the neutral zone. Stone can't stop the two-on-one. They go back and forth three or four times before eventually wide open net for Zidina. No chance for Dan Vladar. 2-1, that's your final score as well. Very, very frustrating game for the Calgary Flames. I know they threw a ton of shots on Vili Huso, 36 in total, only generating one goal. But when you watch that game last night, number one, it was a, quote, low event game. Not too many scoring chances. 
And the Flames just didn't look dangerous at all at stretches. Yeah, they had a chance to run the dying seconds as Lindholm just missed the net, and they did a great job of uh, being shorthanded while pulling Vladar 5-on-5 five five to put all that pressure on the Red Wings. But, man, you just need more from your better players. And, again, like, Jonathan Huberto is turning into a very polarizing player in this city. They just need more from that guy. Like, he only has... 10 goals and 23 assists this season for 33 points. And here's the biggest issue with the Flames right now. In, in, like that numbers don't lie. Kadri, 19 goals, 19 assists, 38 points. Huberto, 10 goals, 23 assists, 33 points. That's 71 points combined. Matthew Kachuk, 27 goals, 44 assists, 71 points. He has the same amount of points as those two guys combined. Oh, and by the way, Johnny Goudreau, uh, 49 points uh, with the Jackets on a terrible Jackets team. So Kachuk has just as many points as the two prized acquisitions of the Calgary Flames. And I think we've given Kadri, like we've been easy on Kadri because he was so good to start his Flames career. But they need more from Nazem Kadri too to produce. And some of that is playing with Huberto because I don't know what the answer is because they just need more from that guy. And he does, and it's not like he's out there making a big impact on the game and you're like, it's going to come. It's just a matter of time before he starts producing and the goals go in. He's been invisible in stretches. I know this team had a lot of penalty trouble in the second period, but Matt, did you, did you watch any shift from Huberto last night and go, wow, that was great. Even the one in the first period when he was goal sucking, cherry picking on the other end of the blue line, he doesn't even get a shot on goal. He's even passing up opportunities where he can put the puck on the net looking for that perfect pass. He's been a non-factor on this team the last few weeks, even prior to the break. Nos- uh, Jonathan Huberto. Yes. Yeah, I would agree, man. He, the offense hasn't been there, and if it's not there, then what are we talking about? Like, I don't think he covers the point exceptionally well. Uh, as much as we talked about his defense had and improved before he came over, I don't think he's that good in his own zone. We talked about this at the beginning when he got here, and we marveled at the little passes and the little plays he made. Where have those gone? He's he's essentially like, and you look at that contract now, heading into next, they have him here for nine years. Eight after this. Right, total. Yeah. And his contract kicks in next year, where he's one of the highest paid players in the NHL. Like, that thing hasn't even started yet, and you're already biting your fingernails going, is that one of the worst contracts in the NHL? I don't know. Like, do you think Jonathan Huberto, mm-hmm. and again, this is prisoner of the moment, recency bias, whatever. Do you think he'll ever hit 100 points again in the NHL? I think he could. I think he'll be a point-per-game player again, without with, a doubt. With, with the players he's playing with on this team? Right now, hard to say. But like you mentioned, he's got eight more years here, and we could see a lot of changes across the entire roster. Sure. Here's my problem. He hasn't looked at home with anybody. Him and Kadri constantly getting tripped up at the blue line. When he was with the Lindholm, it was the exact same thing. Like, this is a guy that has not found a comfortable centerman to play with the I entire time. I think that's time. a great point, too. And I just think that the way that Jonathan Huberto plays, he's a bit of a roamer. He's a bit of a freeloader. Not to say that's a bad thing, but there's certain things that work in this system, and there's certain things that don't. And his style just hasn't clicked yet. And now the question is, and not just for the rest of this year, but moving forward in the offseason, things like that, what's going to change? Is Jonathan Huberto's game going to change that much at this point in his career? Is Daryl Sutter going to change his system that much to make it so that one $10.5 million player is getting a little bit more opportunity? Right. I don't see either of those happening. Okay. So I am I don't know what the what the solution is here. And as the weeks have gone on, much like you've mentioned, 
The nail biting has begun for me, and I've been someone who's been kind of in his corner for quite a quite a bit of time this entire season. If Johnny Gaudreau could turn into one of the best point producers in the NHL playing under Daryl Sutter, why can't Jonathan Huberto? I don't know. But the other Again, thing, too, is like... I keep hearing that Sutter excuse, but then tell me how Johnny Goudreau did it. And I know it took him a couple years to get used to the system, but he was producing at, at an incredible clip. Uh, he was part of the best line, driving that best line in the NHL with Lindholm and Kachuk. Like, again, it's under the Sutter system, and I understand that. But if Johnny Goudreau could do it, there's no reason Jonathan Huberto can't. I'm also very intrigued, like, and this is getting way ahead of the... putting the horse way ahead of the carriage, but... You know, Johnny Gaudreau had 25 games with Daryl Sutter, and then he had an entire summer to prepare for what Daryl Sutter wanted. I don't know if Jonathan Huberto, the way the free agency and everything went, was thinking about, hey, how am I going to be preparing for a Daryl Sutter coach team all summer? Like, I do wonder if next year coming back, he just has a completely different season. But that's irrelevant. For now, you have to focus on this year. And right now, he's not producing. I know I know, we got to go because we still got lots of stuff to do in the Rose Report. I've asked you this question a couple months ago, I'm going to ask you again. Does Brad Tree Living still do that trade with the Florida Panthers? Like, once again, I don't know if that was his call. So it's an irrelevant conversation. I wasn't me. in his call, though. Because I don't. I think that this was something that ownership said, I don't want to rebuild. Okay, that's fair. And I think that when Jonathan Huberto but and McKenzie... really say that? I think that when Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Huberto got put on the table, plus a first-round pick, plus a prospect they liked, they said, "How? what else we are we going to do? do? What else are we going to do? Right. It's not like they didn't get a pick and they didn't get a prospect either. Like I think that's something that's getting forgot about here. They also did restock the cupboards a little bit with this Matthew Kachuk trade. They didn't just get two players for their roster. So, I don't know. We'll have to... It's. We'll have to see. But I don't know. It's... Hard to say right now. Again, and you're right. And like, you have no, the, like the thing is, like, I have no futures, idea what the other packages would have been. Right, the futures part of that's great, but that trade was made to win now, and he hasn't been an impact player. Well, what do you mean by win now? Is it this year? Is it next year? Is it the next three years? Like it's one of those things. Like we can go back and we can break down this trade until we're blue in the face, but I, it's really hard to do. Just what are we six months after? Win the now, trade? as in beat the Oilers in a playoff series. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. But that trade was made to do that. To stay I think competitive with that team north I think of the us. trade was made to stay competitive. Okay. I don't think it was made to stay competitive with the Oilers. I think it was made to continue mm. to keep open this window that you feel like you had because you had a Jacob Markstrom, because you had Chris Tanev, because you had Blake Coleman, because you had Michael Backlund, because you had Elias Lindholm. All of these guys that you went out and you made the deal. And now you've had to supplement and, and here you are. Anyways, action yesterday, uh, seven games scheduled, so six other games to get to. The Oilers on the road to take on the Flyers at MSG. Edmonton have been cooking lately, 8-1-1 in their last 10 entering the contest against a bottom third Flyers team, but they would end up losing in a shootout. JVR scored the winner. Flyers take a 2-1 victory. Bo Horvat had his first game against his uh, former team, the Canucks. They were visiting the Islanders. Slow started, cost the Canucks the night prior against the Rangers. They actually did really well in this one. Bo Horvat made it 4-1 for the Islanders with five minutes to go in the second period, but Vancouver came roaring all the way back, scored before the end of the second, then a couple of goals from Elias Pettersson, saw the Canucks take a 5-4 lead. The former Islander, Anthony Beauvillier, would actually score. That's the game winner, 6-5 the final. Since uh, Rick Tockett took over, Rick Tockett. the Canucks are 3-2-1 and one with an even goal differential. 24 goals for, 24 goals That's against. It. 
Just aiming for that fifth spot in the division. Yeah. Well, I think it's six, really. Like, okay. the top five yeah. are kind of spoken for. Right. Uh, the Kraken were taking on the Devils. Jersey starting live without Jack Hughes with head coach Lindy Ruff announcing the star center week to week with an upper body Where injury. did that come from? Uh, I don't know. Hughes but, has been healthy for the yeah. entire season. Oh, yeah, he's out. Like, Played what? 50, Devils, uh, 50 games for the Devils, 67 points. It's 16 more than Jesper Bratt. Like, yeah. this is a huge loss for New Jersey yeah. to just come out of nowhere. Real quick, we know Connor McDavid is going to win the Hart Trophy, but mm-hmm. I think Jack Hughes should be nominated for the Hart Trophy. Like, him and Tage Thompson are kind of the guys I look at as, like, one of them has to be a finalist, right? Yep. Like, whichever team gets in the postseason, which is probably New Jersey. But granted, now things get awfully interesting. Your yep. top point producer is out. You no longer have that big bubble that you built up at the beginning of the season. You kind of have to keep winning to hold on to it. I don't see them falling out, but you got to keep playing well. Uh, Dougie Hamilton scored twice. The Devils take a 3-1 victory over the Kraken. Seattle's now dropped back-to-back games. Stanley Cup rematch in Tampa Bay. Avalanche and Lightning for the first time since the Avalanche won the Cup in Game 6 on June 26 last summer. No Kale McCarr. He's going to miss at least the next two games. He took a shoulder from Jeff Carter right to the chin. Uh, A lot of Avalanche fans not happy about this one. Uh, But Tampa would actually... But he also came back in that game. Yeah, I know. After going through the concussion protocol. Anyway. Sure did. That system's not broken. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Calgary's Braden Point would score goal number 32 on the season as the Bolts won 5-0 against the Colorado Avalanche. Point, now one goal away from 200 in his career. Uh, The Wild and the Golden Knights. The Wild won this one 5-1. The Wild are only 3-5-2 in 10 games since Mark Stone went down. Uh, Yeah, Mark Stone. Almost said Michael Stone. Uh... They've won back-to-back games by 5-1 scores over Vegas and Nashville. I believe Logan Thompson got hurt in that game last night. Uh, Quite possibly. Paddy, if you could check that for me real quick. Yeah, he left the ice. He was not putting any weight on his leg at all. Oh, boy. And uh, Jack Eichel did score his first goal in nine games in this one. Oh, boy. Jack Eichel has two points in his last ten games. That was a non-contact on Logan Thompson. That's not good. Who's had a better season, Jack Eichel or Jonathan Huberto? Um, I don't know what Jack Eichel's numbers are, but I would, I would say Huberto. But let me bring it up here. Jack Eichel has yeah. What has he got? How many games played? He's played in forty games and has thirty six points, and he's a plus ten. So yeah, Eichel's been better, I think. Yeah, Eichel has more points. But has Huberto had a nine game pointless streak, like a stretch of nine games with just one point, especially when you need him the most, like. This is my problem with Jack Eichel. Last year, the uh, the Gold Knights oh, no. needed what one win to get into the postseason. Yeah. No, like he, and he and, was a and, ghost for the last six games, and they gave up a ton to get him. Yeah, yeah. Huberto's actually got a slightly better shooting percentage by one percent. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sick. Thanks, Patty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> elsewhere, Florida beat uh, Eat San, that, Eichel. Say four to one. Eric Stahl with the old uh, two shorthanded goals in the same game. They were both empty net goals as well. Uh, tonight, got to wonder if we see the debut of Vladimir Tarasenko at MSG after uh, we had a trade yesterday. I have. That's good. Uh, the Blues winger Vladimir Tarasenko dealt to the Rangers alongside a big blue liner, Nico Mikola. Half of Tarasenko's salary retained by the St. Louis Blues. They get a 2023 first round pick, which has some conditions on it. Um, they also get Sammy Blay, who Flames fans would know. Yep. Uh, prospect Hunter Skinner, who I'd never heard of. Skinner! And uh, fourth in 2024, also going to St. Louis. So what'd you make of this? Great piece of business for St. Louis. Sure. Like they were literally going to give away Tarasenko to Seattle in the expansion draft. 
and then end up getting a conditional first. Great piece of business by the St. Louis Blues. And it's not like the first can drop out of the first round. The conditions are basically, is it going to be the Rangers pick or the Stars pick? There are some other kind of little sprinkles in there as well. But but I love um, the move by the Rangers, first. too. I like when teams jump the, the deadline a little bit. And Panarin and Tarasenko are real good buddies. That mm. could be a nice little uh, link. You know how sometimes the two wingers are linked? Yep. That could be just like that. Okay. Kraken and Rangers battle at 5 o'clock tonight. Also at 5, the Leafs visit the Blue Jackets after Toronto signed Connor Timmins to a two-year extension at $1.1 million per. Uh, the Bedard Bowl, uh, another addition tonight. You get the Coyotes and the Blackhawks. Don't miss that one. Set your PVR. And then we got the return to Anaheim for Ricard Raquel. Penguins and Ducks go at 8 o'clock. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know if you know that. I don't. Very aggressive. Super Bowl Sunday. Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles still favored by two points yesterday and award winners were announced. Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. No surprise. Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. No, no surprise. Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. A little surprising. The Jets doubled down. Sauce Gardner, Defensive Player of the Year. Kid's a stud. And uh, Brian Dable, Coach of the Year with the New York Giants. Deservedly so. He is fun to watch, eh? Yeah, I he, like a coach that's fun to watch. individual. Yeah, he is. Sporting Canada, too. But he also looks like mad sometimes. And when oh, yeah. he looks mad, he looks mad. Like his whole face and his bald head yeah, get all red. They, and they scrunch. You know, just the like, blood pressure just going through the roof there. Oh, yeah. The Apple Watch is like, stop, yeah, please, stop, please stop, stop. They're sneaking him some Lipitor. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Also, <laughs> Bengals won the Bud Light Selly of the year. So shout out to the Bengals. I don't yeah, know what that prize is, but I got an email for that. Uh, NBA deadline was yesterday. Um, Were you glued? I was glued. Raps didn't do a whole lot. Nothing. They did nothing. Except for confirm like the trade of Jakob Pertl. Yeah. That was and it. That Masai Ujiri presser was weird after. Anyway, go uh, ahead. Apparently the Raptors wanted a first round pick in Terrence Mann from the New York Knicks for Fred Van Vliet. Can you explain that in hockey terms? Uh, they wanted a lot for a rental. Hmm. Too much for a rental? Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Although, like, Fred Van Vliet can opt into his player option, but he's not going to. He's going to hit free agency. Uh, the Warriors gave up on James Wiseman. Surprising. A guy taken so high in the draft. That's a nice little piece of business by the Pistons, too. And was the biggest deal Eric Gordon getting moved? Yeah, Eric Gordon to the Clippers is a nice under-the-radar move that nobody cares about in this market. But the Clippers needed somebody at guard, and they got a really good one in Eric Gordon. Raptors host the Jazz at 5.30 tonight. That's a Sportsnet broadcast. Also, they'll play the Pistons at 1 o'clock on Sunday before the big game. Waste management open. We take out our drivers. We tee up, and <laughs> that ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then... <laughs> A two-way tie atop the leaderboard between a couple of Canadians. Um, now, Sportsnet said they're both from Abbotsford, but when I le- went and looked at their profiles, they were both born in Winnipeg. But Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin, both five under, to be at the top of the leaderboard at the Waste Management Open. You want to talk about a golf hotbed in Canada? It's Winnipeg. Right, boys? Yeah, Let's man. hear it from Manitoba in the other room. Let's go. Hello. On the prairies, I guess. <laughs> Moose Jones Hello. is Saskatchewan. Hello. Hello. Hello there, Hello bud. there. Hello, Hello bud. Hello. Hey, bud. Oh, yeah, we golf good here, bud. Oh, yeah, bud. We shoot her far and long. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bud. Down the fairway. Fighting a million mosquitoes on the course, bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Both of them actually live in the area down in Horse Scottsdale. Horse flies, too, bud. They're terrible oh, here. Oh, boy. They'll take they'll a take, bite out of oh, you. Oh, they will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a glamorous place. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So at the Waste Management Open, you can blame Canada. Blame yeah. Canada! Blame Canada! 
The Hitmen wrapped a doubleheader against the Ice after losing 8-2 Wednesday. Man, uh, they tried in this one. They led 3-1 after 20 minutes of play, but the Ice are just too good. Came all the way back. They were able to beat the Hitmen by a 7-2-6 score. Also, the Wranglers in action. Hey, guys. Welcome to my stall. Uh, that was uh, Dustin Wolf. I don't know if you saw his video of him showing off his all-star stall no. from the AHL All-Star festivities. They... Um, <laughs> The Flames team got the Dustin Wolf and Matthew Phillips to go through their stalls at the All-Star game, and it was hilarious. Hey, guys. Welcome to my stall. Uh, Dustin Wolf has a lot of charisma. I'm just going to say that. Uh, down in San Jose to battle the Barracuda Friday and Saturday night, uh, Dustin Wolf, Matt Phillips, and Mitch Love all back from the All-Star festivities. And uh, it's the Roughnecks Pick Your Party this weekend, rivalry night. They battle the Rush at 7 o'clock this evening. Then they'll host the Mammoth Saturday night. How about this? If you are one of the absolute legends in town that are going to go Roughnecks Friday, Roughnecks Saturday, also watch the Flames Saturday, then watch the Waste Management Open Sunday, and then watch the Super Bowl on Sunday, and then not go to work on Monday, I salute you, son. Sports porn. You are doing yourself a real good job. Uh, I'm looking at you, Derek. Tear it up this weekend. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific job, Maddie. And man, are we late. This is a record. We're come at 7.05 the, right now. You know, you come for the party, you stay for the yeah, game. again, Flames talk. More on the Flames 2-1 overtime loss, but that was a Rose Report brought to you by Bow Wonderworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. All right, straight ahead. More on the Flames 2-1 loss in Detroit last night. We're taking our final qualifier, 960-960, name and location. The Flames struggle in the third period like I struggle with blank. 960-960, name and location. I think we'll mix in some phone calls. Sure. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. The Flames struggle in the third period like I struggle with blank. And at 730, the voice of the Buffalo Savers, Dan Buffalo Sabres, not Savers. <laughs> Buffalo Sabres, where you get, I don't know. The great deals on yeah. great, Super Bowl special at Buffalo Sabres. 22-year-old forwards that we drafted in the first round. Yep. Um, it's the big, I'm just going to break. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, <laughs> the fan.